Man. Booty Warrior was a goat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, can't, you cannot start off the pod or the show with the Booty Warrior was the goat, bro. Oh, he was a goat. That's asinine. He's like one of the greatest prisoners of all time. <laughs> God. Name a, name a better prisoner than Booty War, Warrior. I don't know. I don't know many prisoners. <laughs> exactly. But you know who he is, don't you? Yeah. That's Go. That's like a wild line to say to a grown man, though. I like you and I want you. So we can do this the easy way or the hard way, but the choice is yours. God. He must have only picked on like a little the runts, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no way he was going up to because he didn't seem like he was that big of a guy. Now, I don't know how he was in his past because he was a little older. Yeah. I think he's actually out of jail now, too. Yeah, they say he out, which so, is wild. It's wild. The booty warrior should not be running the fucking streets of the continental United States Hell of America. No. <laughs> Hell no. Think, oh, bro, who, who booty he terrorizing now? You, you already know. You're somewhere in middle America, some booty is being terrorized by the booty warrior. Yeah, he's terrorizing the hell out of someone's ass. For those of you guys who don't know who the booty booty warrior is, just watch an episode of the Boondocks. Yeah, just type that in, or just type the booty warrior in TikTok or anything. You'll see I this man. Like booty warrior in TikTok, you might get sent to some porn or something. You got, you got. <laughs> nah, no, that don't. Not, not on TikTok. I, I, I look. I don't think you you get sit there on on, on the tick tickety talks. Maybe on Twitter or on uh, Facebook or something. I think TikTok is probably the safest of all of the platforms when it comes to stuff like that. Man, I got something to say about Twitter porn, bro. I I'm tired of y'all having freaking porn at 10 a.m. in the damn morning. These men, these men's is freaks, bro. Like I be having to just close it down. Yeah. Honestly, because it's like, all right, for so for some reason, I don't know if it's just me, and this might be TMI, but whenever I'm on the toilet, I would rather read on the toilet mm -hmm. than like watch videos. For some reason, I think it comes from my childhood of reading the Jet magazine and the back of Lysol uh, cans on the toilet, you know, just for something to do. Yeah. Uh, but I'd rather read on the toilet. So that's typically where I do my. Um, you know, my, my Twitter time, you know, when I get my one or two minutes in to, to scroll the timelines. You do your critical and, thinking, okay. Yeah, and I just, like, it's like 14 scroll, you know, 14 posts in, bro. It's already like a whole butthole, and I have to just close down Twitter. I'm like, bro, it is 7.30 in the morning. Is it bleached? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I do not be trying to, <laughs> look, it is, I don't know. It used to be just like the people you follow, but now you yeah. can see like what people you follow like and it'll mm -hmm. like what's trending as well and all of this other stuff that pops up. So it's not just people on your own timeline. So now you having to see buttholes from around the world. Yeah. And I'm not, uh I'm proud of that shit, man. Yeah. I, I, it should be like Elon Musk, bro, to set like a time limit or time frame where motherfuckers can post porn, bro. Yeah. But he's trying to open up the floodgates, you know. Yeah, Elon Musk wants a, a a society of chaos. He does. You think you every know? South African wants a society of, of chaos? I think all South Africans just want niggas to do what they're told. <laughs> <laughs> you just explain race. I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro, I got to slap the intro, man. I got to right, slap go the intro, bro. <laughs> Damn, Frank, explaining slavery <laughs> <the> and <laughs> shit. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>
and then the side of races. Cold breaker. Jeez. Bow. Gosh. Get well in the sugar foot. Message. Who cares enough? Compromise my artistic endeavor, and I'll tell you something else. This is the show. This is the show, goddamn. Gonna change. You goddamn right. This goddamn is the show. right. This is we, the goddamn show. We back. We back, baby. And it feels feel so good. Full thick effect. Thickums. <laughs> Young Thickums, aka Kamal. Also oh known God. as Magic. Nah, also known as Light Bright Booty. Oh, <laughs> oh no, we, we dead in that. God damn. Now what I, I I just heard I had heard that was your, your jail name, but I mean I could have been wrong. My bad. That's why it's false, because I've never been to jail. Oh, for real? Dead ass. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never been to jail. I'm proud I'm of that. You, obviously, I obviously, never, I know you've never been to jail. I'll be going to jail. I never understood that concept, Frank. No, me neither. That concept always, always uh, baffled me. I I'm never even seen it inside of any type of police car. Hell no. Actually, no. I seen. I I was detained one time in Oakland. They put me in a backup police car, but I ain't never went to jail, man. And I'm yeah. proud of that. What you were fighting or what? Nah, mistaken identity. Of course. <laughs> they said we stole some shit in like Walgreens. And I'm like, what are we still? Cause we ain't got nothing. <laughs> you, like how long did they have you detained for? For like 30 minutes. And how they determined that you weren't the suspects. Like they always do. <laughs> somebody come around and point out and be like, nah, it wasn't them. Usually a clerk or somebody that worked there. So, Clark from Walgreens was like, no, those ain't the people that did it. And who was it? It was you and who? Uh, actually, it was, it's nobody you knew because it wasn't like Kivion or Boothorn or like uh, German and shit like that. Oh, just, okay. So, yeah, man, complete horse shit, bro. Complete horse maneuver. Hey. But back to the booty warrior. How? <laughs> <laughs> Terrorizing ass, man. Y'all watch your backs out there. Mm -hmm. All right. Y'all, y'all watch y'all backs out, out there because this man is just out in the wild now. Yep. Um, and whenever someone named Booty Warrior is able to just meander aimlessly, yep. probably not gonna end up too good for a couple assholes at least. Nah, for real. <laughs> gonna be ass destruction. <laughs> All right, enough with the booty word, man. Hey, let me let me play a slap before we get into our okay feel of things. And I want to play, you know, I want to play some currency, currency okay. fraud. Um, off the album Cigarette Boats. Now this song, sixty seven Turbo Jet, is a banger, slapper, y'all. Real smooth, elegant shit, which some of y'all ain't aware of. As usual, we the elegant boys. This the elegant pod. You feel me? Ow! Ow! 
Sarah Goldstein, I'm back. We didn't even notice you left. <laughs> I yes, I did. I'm don't don't even cap. What's good with you, Sarah? Hopefully, all is well with you and your children. Good to have you back. Good to see you. You you healthy and you back. Yeah, well, good, good to have you back, sir. But don't be talking about no dicks, though. We don't want to hear that shit. No, you can't talk about the cat either. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. We're a wholesome podcast. Slash show. Uh. Did you just say wholesome? <laughs> Get them thumbs up, y'all. We got five viewers. That mean it better be four thumbs up. Let's go. Get the thumbs up, baby. If you're on Twitch, follow. That was a uh, currency. And Harry Fraud. 67 Turbo Jet. Off the album. Cigarette Boats. Hey, is, is the uh is the booty warrior considered black history? You know what? We black history. Right, it's a question, bro. Regardless, <laughs> good or bad, things are black history, right? Like American history includes, you know, what happened to us, slavery and all these bad things. So it's only right that black history includes bad things as well, I'm assuming. I'm about to get my inner Stephen A. Smith on. <laughs> How dare you talk about black <laughs> with booty warrior? And what the fuck Kyrie doing? <laughs> it's like niggas. Let me let about. me read you. Let me read to you the the um, little biography of, of of in the explanation of who uh, the booty warrior is. So, oh my god, his name is Jerome Fleece Johnson. He's an American serial rapist. <laughs> Grapist, oh, sorry, oh, who has unashamedly and publicly discussed his sexual orientation and preferences. The con the convict lives to derive pleasure from fellow man's backsides. Oh god. <laughs> and a finch in which saw him serve a lengthy jail term. 
Um, um, I'm gonna give this to our callers. Y'all want to call in and let your voice be heard and talk about, I guess, Fleece Johnson and how y'all feel about Berber? <laughs> call in 619-609-7383. Uh, it says Fleece Johnson's victims oh, included inmates who sagged their pants and also those who covered their mouths when they coughed. <laughs> He took this as an invitation for grape. Um, the convict has also been quoted saying, in prison, booty is more important than water. Some records show that Johnson sexually violated over 157 men while in custody. 157? 157 men. Wow. That is absurd. Rosa Parks slapped babies when they wouldn't be quiet crossing borders. What? Sarah, Sarah, shut the hell up. How dare you talk about Rosa Parks? <laughs> God damn. Hold what? on. I, wanna, I mean, is this true? Look, I need to know in depth. Like, I want to know more about our our the, the, the black legacy characters that we have in our history, right? Like, hmm. I want to know what really pissed off Harriet Tubman. You know what I mean? I, I want to know these things. <laughs> really right? Including Harriet. what if Rosa Parks stopped the baby or two, I want to know this information. Because um, I understand that everybody's human. Nobody's going to live like the perfect life, right? They're all going to have these things about them. And we're like, eh, that's why they say don't ever get to know your heroes. Mm-hmm. But this is my thing. We're going to do what white folks do and omit that information. We ain't about to have that out there about Rosa Parks. <laughs> I wouldn't know though. It doesn't have to be common knowledge, but every time somebody mentioned her name, like I just want to be able to think about that. Like, I wonder how many fucking kid babies she slapped crossing borders, you know? <laughs> I don't think that's a that's just something I could chuckle at, you know? I yeah. like to be able to just chuckle, have like an inside joke mm-hmm. or two with myself. Yeah. You know? But we gonna we we ain't gonna talk about that. We're gonna keep that omitted. You feel me? Rosa Parks, we ain't gonna <laughs> Have her slapping babies and nothing like that. <laughs> God damn. Hey, um, um, go ahead. Speaking of slaps, I know you saw the ass whooping of the week. Which one? Come on, man. It's the only one that's the hottest in the streets. Oh, Takashi. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I got that sound effect. Do I got it on here? Damn it. I don't have it. I was going to do dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, you got to add that one, and then you got to add the sound of Takashi get his ass whooped. <laughs> so, so, so those are those are uh, two sound effects that I think you need to add. But look, part of me is like, that shit is lame, right? Just some random niggas run up on him. But then, like, you go to, like, video clips of him, like, I be in niggas' town. They be yelling at me from blocks away, but don't nobody ever run up on me. Ain't nobody gonna touch me, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm like, bro, you're asking to get fucked up at this point. Yeah. You know, everybody wants to bring up, uh, like, how is, like, George Zimmerman, like, still able to walk around in Florida and Takashi is it, which is a, is, a, is a fair assessment to the situation, right? Um, especially when... George Zimmerman was like at rallies and shit after that, like of the extreme right wing and, and uh, these, these uh, hate groups, but he was not on hot 96 
or Hot 97 talking about, uh, you know, ain't nobody going to touch me and fuck everybody, basically, and I, I'm safe everywhere I go. At that point, you, like, you're you're a mark. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and you you put you put a, a, a big-ass red X on your forehead. I'm surprised it hasn't happened but a bunch of other times. And why, why was he alone there anyways? I thought he was in witness protection. I mean, okay, there's a couple things here. Um, is L.A. fitness dangerous? Because every time I've been in L.A. fitness, a fight always broke out. A fight break out. Yeah. The second So thing, I would definitely say L.A. fitness is uh, a, a, a battleground yeah. for, you know, urban uh, fisticuffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second thing, he was alone because he was in the sauna. That's the wildest place to get touched at when you think when you say you're untouchable. He got <laughs> like think about this. Friend. You don't want you don't want a group of men touch you in the sauna. <laughs> I don't care what the context is behind it. You don't want a group of men touching you while you're in the sauna. <laughs> or or, like, or you do. Or you do. <laughs> like, out of all the places in the world. I thought he was just in the bathroom. Nah, he was like. He was like in the sauna. He was probably, I think it was getting out the sauna or some shit. But then another thing from what I heard, and this sounds kind of logical, was that because Takashi 6ix9ine was like di- like disrespecting like Puerto Ricans, and he was disrespecting like his Puerto Rican dad and shit. And I don't know the race of those guys, but they could have been Puerto Rican. Oh, I don't. I thought it was just black dudes. No, they weren't black, they were Spanish. <laughs> They were all Yo. Spanish. None of them was black. So that could be the, the narrative out there that they were Puerto Rican. And since Takashi 6ix9ine was disrespecting Puerto Rico and his Puerto Rican dad. What was he said about Puerto Rico? He was he was um from what I saw, he was at a game and I don't know if it was a soccer game or not, but he was like raising up the Mexican flag and shit. And Puerto Ricans was not having it. So I'm pretty sure he was at a maybe a soccer game, could have been a baseball game. I don't mm-hmm. know. The second thing was he was denouncing like his dad and shit and talking shit about Puerto Rican culture and shit. So with that being said, I don't know the race of them gentlemen that put the foot in his ass, but um they could have been Puerto Rican. One thing is what what I find kind of corny about the assailants was why film it? Like, they, they, I, it felt kind of like clout chasing in a little Well, people bit. film everything now, right? To me, I mean, people just film like regular fights. Like, how often do you go on social media and just see some random ass kids fighting or random ass adults fighting or... So oh, they, they film it all. And then who's going to believe you? You want to have that 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 era of believability in today's climate now it's not like when we were younger like it was just about being a man and i catch you when i catch you mm-hmm. it, it's not like that anymore um so i mean it's 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 mostly for show now unfortunately and that's, that's the thing man it's just like and i i, I guess i get it because six nine like uh disrespect was public so why yeah. not Ass whooping be a public yeah. call. You know, I'm all about that. I'm all about publicity for you know, if the disrespect is loud, then you know, 
the the ass whooping needs to be even louder. So I mean, I, I'm okay with that. Louder. Yeah. That's why I wasn't too upset about the you know Will Smith and Chris Rock situation. Just you know. I mean, Chris Rock would say that's selective outrage. Let's be let, actually. I'm glad we. Let, I'm glad we segue in this. Did you watch the selective outrage with Chris Rock? I I did not watch that, but I obviously saw clips clips everywhere, right? So you couldn't go anywhere on social media without people talking about it. Okay, how do you feel about Chris Rock and his comedy and his standups? I've never felt like he was funny, to be honest. I mean, in my opinion, I've always, he was like, the white people, that's always been his thing. Like, white people, white people do this, white people do that. And I'm going to tell you, with his fingers all along and shit. And he'll sprinkle in, these niggas, yeah, sprinkle in that too. Yeah. But I've honestly, you know, even his biggest, like, Bigger Blacker or whatever was the name of his, like, biggest one I watched that did not laugh once the entire time. So I've never felt like he was like that type of funny. Obviously, like I respected him, you know, for for his, you know, New Jack City. I grew up, you know, watching shit like that. CB4, yeah, um, you know, and and his the what he did in in the movie world. I respect him for, you know, just being a, a pioneer in that space. Um, but as far as thinking he was funny on the flip side of things, no, he was. He's never been a funny guy to me in this. None of what I saw to me looked remotely funny. To me, it looks like he was uh he was only punching down at this point mm-hmm. because he knew that there was no repercussion that he would have to face. Yeah, I mean Chris Rock has some funny moments, but for the most part, he's not funny. He seemed to want to always like shit on black people for like the white audience. And it must it must like sucks that your funniest moment in your career, you're not even a part of it. You know what I mean? Everybody hate Chris. That <laughs> thing was not even in the show, and now the funniest moment ever in this new <clears throat> career, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, now that show is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Obviously. It's like I know it was is loosely based on some things that he went through, mm-hmm. um, but mostly written by, you know, just a, a group of talented writers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, to me, that is the funniest thing that he's done with his career is is that that moment in time that was, you know, everybody hates Chris, but you know, I I think that this was like a sucker move to be honest with you because he waited all like nobody even cares about that shit no more, bro. Like, does he not understand like the news cycle and how things work? Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't give a fuck about that slap. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. That was last year, nigga. That was 2022. That might as well have been 1905, dog. And and now you want to have this big, grandiose, grandstanding moment uh, where you, you know, talk a bunch of shit about Will when we both know. And and I, he didn't act like he was tough, right? So he was like, he knew he could whip my ass, basically. It's what he was saying. Yeah. Like, so it was like, an easy, I was an easy mark for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did. I mean, I I kind of go back and forth with what Will Smith did, obviously, because he laughed at first, right? Yeah. And then he looked over and he seen his wife was not happy about the situation. And he felt like he had to kind of cape a little bit. Some of what, I mean, obviously what he, what uh, Chris Rock was saying was true. 
you know, as far as um, a very public uh, entanglement happened that everybody knew about. And then there was a show in which he was, Will Smith was on the show as well, yep. where they were talking about it. So this is like a first world thing that we've never kind of seen before, right? Mm-hmm. Where the, the, the cheating, quote unquote, cheating happened in public, which I'm sure they just have an over relationship, you know? Um, they seem like kind of funny people that way. Mm-hmm. And that's none of my business. I don't really give a shit what somebody else does. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it leaked out, got out there, and he had to go and respond to it. So it was like a unique thing that everybody knew about. And maybe he wasn't even outraged about that. Mm-hmm. So for, for Chris Rock to say it was selective outrage, I don't know that it was. I see what you did there. Outrage. Selective outrage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, for him to say that, though, I don't know if it was that. I, I think that he had prior knowledge about what was going on. And it was kind of they had an open situation. And, you know, then people found out about it. Obviously, you know, August Alcina uh, fumbled the bag, said something in public about it to, to really draw more attention to himself. And uh, created a bigger situation out of it than it had to be. And now Will's kind of forced to speak out about that. Man. Um, what what was your opinion on you know what was said in this whole um situation? With the, the show? stand-up or the or... yeah, the stand-up. So the stand-up had it had some funny moments, I'm not gonna lie. But for the most part, it was it was very, it was really corny in my opinion. And so yeah, that's that's his brand. I'm just like, really? Uh especially he said that corny ass line at the end. My parents, they taught me not fighting in front of white people. <laughs> Shut your monkey ass up, nigga. The fuck you mean? He said my parents taught me to fight, not to fight in front of white people. Yeah. He's at the very end and dropped the mic. Like, I'm like, really? You could have said That's right. a mic drop moment? He dropped the mic after that. That's oh, why this I is the worst. always beat rock. Think about it. <laughs> That was so corny, like, bro. This man is the worst. And see, that was my thing. Because forever, it has been a thing. Like, if you talking shit about somebody's significant other and they smack you in the mouth, like, it's just a thing. Like, nobody's ever surprised about something like that happened. Yeah. Only reason why this was a big deal is because it happened in front of a group of upstanding white folks. Quote, unquote. Not knowing that all these white folks got niggas buried in their basement and shit like that. And <laughs> part of sex cults and all kinds of shit and, and on Epstein Island. Allegedly. Right? Yeah, yeah, allegedly. So, yeah, we know what that means, though, right? So they got. We gotta say allegedly for now, because when we get big, the motherfuckers gonna be like, "Wait a minute, you said this about this? We gonna sue the pants off your ass?" We gonna say allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, uh, allegedly. Yeah. Wink, wink. Um, (laughs) Oink, oink. Allegedly, you know they have all of this shit going on themselves. And they're just a little bit better at keeping shit public. I mean, private than we are, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's literally the only difference. People are people, regardless, and they probably are doing way sicker shit than slapping somebody on stage. I just don't like the fact that we still have to be good in front of massa. You know what I mean? I don't like that concept. That's why I like people. You know, that's why we as a culture like people like Cardi B, who would like unabashedly themselves at all times. Mm-hmm. They'll say whatever. They don't give a fuck what the audience is, and you know they are. Those are the people that we like. 
you know, from, from the culture and that are held in the highest esteem, you know, Paul Mooney, people like that. Love um, Paul Mooney. Because Paul he didn't Mooney. give a fuck, right? It's Thank like, you, I'm going to show you much as much respect as you show me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? So that that was that's probably my biggest deal with that is because I know what the reasoning is behind. Like if it would have happened on the BET awards, nobody would give a fuck about that shit. Hell no. It would have been they probably time chalked time. it up to something like a stunt, right? Yep. But because of the platform that it happened to be on, and it was in front of a bunch of white faces, it became an issue. Man, but when Chris Rock said that shit, I'm like, bro. Shut your docile ass up, bro. That shit weak. And I'm tired. Yeah, of he's soft. He's soft, boy. But it's all good, you know. Everybody can't be tough. I'm not tough. I don't consider you know what I mean. I'm not tough either. I beat a motherfucker either, up, but I'm either, not tough. We the non-tough uh, uh show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I have no reason to, to be tough, bro. I go the opposite direction to, to avoid chaos or to, to avoid any type of you know altercation. Yeah, man. Tough, so I, I'm the exact opposite of it, but at the same time, uh, ain't nobody just gonna stand up in front of a group of people and slap shit out of me. Oh no! And walk away from that? Yeah, that ain't happening. You getting a for the back of your neck or something? No, nah, he'd be sleep. He'd be sleep, and then I would go back to like, hey, this was all a part of the show. Don't you worry about it. We planned this. And he would have been sleeping. Me and him would be the only ones that had an idea about the fact that this was a serious situation. <laughs> Bruh, that'd be funny as hell for you to be like, this is all part of the show. Great production, right? Yeah. yeah. I even surprised. I, I know we didn't talk about it. Those of you guys on the panel and those of you guys that, you know, direct the show, I know we didn't talk about it, but Will was gracious enough to, to, to play the role of the person to get their ass whooped. On live TV, he was brave enough to play that position. So we thank him. Now we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled programming. And then I would have just continued on the show. Yeah. Chris Rock got some big-ass hands anyways. He could probably slot this nigga back, man. Come on now. He could have did something, but hey. He didn't do nothing. He he was taught not to fight in front of white people, as you said. That's what he said. And drop right. Like that, on, that like this. The yeah. fact that he thought that was the mic drop moment is the wildest shit in the world to me. Hold on, Frank. I'm gonna show you how he did it too. This nigga was like this, and this Will Smith. They called you a bitch, a biatch, and you wanna know something? This is the reason my parents taught me not to fight in front of white folks. And then everybody was cheering. No, I took them like a couple, of like like ten <laughs> seconds. Like, oh, they had to read the prompt to tell them to like, cheer. <laughs> like, uh, are we supposed to clap? What the fuck going on? And Duke's yeah. appropriately calls him bitch rock. <laughs> <laughs> bitch rock sounds like a show that'd be on Hulu. <laughs> Tubi, Hell, yeah. Tubi for real. Oh my god, bro! All right, man. I, I got some more things that's hot in the streets, bro. Okay. Oh my God, bro. How do you feel about Burner Boy and what he said about uh, you know, black Americans, specifically foundational black Americans? How do you feel? I didn't hear what Burner Boy said about uh foundational black Americans. Talk to me. Um, basically he said in what I hear uh not all, but a good amount of 
like Africans, the sentiment is that us as foundational black Americans, we don't know our culture. We don't know where we come from. We don't know our lineage and that we need to like go back to Africa and we need to find our tribes and we basically lost as a people. I think there's truth to that. I don't know if that was meant as like an insult overall to us or if it was just, you know, to to understand who we are. This is what we have to do, you know, take, you know, reverse the journey that we took to get here. Um, So I don't necessarily see that as a slight, but I would have to see the context in which he said it. Um, I would love to do that. I would love to to go back to Africa and, and learn where I came from. I know you would, too, as a person that you know, I know where just, I <clears throat> just is I tell you um, that I know fucking Africa. We come from here, bro, from America. We the foundation of this shit, bro. That's why I'm like, bro, we know our lineage, bro. I could I could uh, trace down my lineage to the 1600s in Texas and North Carolina and South Carolina. I'm tired of that narrative that they be spewing on us that we don't know our culture, we don't know where we come from. Most of the tribes that sold us into fucking slavery, most of them tribes don't exist no more. All right. Well, yeah, but there there is <clears throat> some truth to what he said. I think that you know, lear- learning a little bit more about you know the our individual because all of us are from different places, obviously, right across the continent. And to me, it's powerful just to have the knowledge of uh you know where our ancestors came from you know the you know the celebratory customs um <clears throat> you know just the 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 overall you know like me myself obviously being married to a mexican woman to to have her be able to you know go to parties and stuff with the family and to be able to learn about that culture and that family and that lineage i cannot do that same thing yes you can you from no, America. I cannot. You from America, bruh. That's not where my ancestors are from. Yes, you are. You're I, a foundational black American, bro. Let's stop that. That this is bullshit. I'm not gonna agree with you on this though. You okay? I don't, and I, I don't I I think that to, to so you consider yourself to, an African American then. I mean, we our ancestors are from Africa, just like white people are European Americans to me. Their ancestors are from Europe. The only the only Americans are the Native Americans. Yeah, there's and, black and, Americans and, out here too, bro. Yeah, and I don't and, and I don't know. See, and I, there's obviously debating about that, right? About like the Mesoamericans and and whether you know the original Foundation Americans were, were of of black descent. I'm not going to say African descent, but were black. I don't I I don't know if that's true or not. It's true. It could be. But there's there's not enough supporting evidence. Um, What's considered supporting evidence? Just historical data. Of of who wrote it? Historical data. I mean, just I I know what you're saying. I know what you're getting at. Um, but it's okay for you and I not to agree on things. That's fine. You you know. Um, you know, I I would have to. I, I again, I'm I don't speak about things I don't know. So. I don't necessarily know for a fact because I don't have the information and supporting data to back it up, but I would never argue against somebody who believes that, that, you know, we were the original people here, 
the uh, um, you know, or the original, even people say we're original Israelites or whatever they want to say. I, I don't have the evidence to argue against you with those things. I can just go with what I understand and, and what is generally accepted is 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 the history of us coming to this country. And, you know, if I could learn about a different history, obviously, that exists and which, you know, was heavily rooted in this country, then obviously I would want to learn that. But from general knowledge speaking, we came here on, a, you know, by other means. I don't know what, what which is true, um, but like I said, everybody's entitled to, you know, what they believe and. Yeah. Please read. What's that? Uh, Bar Barracoon. Barracoon. What's that? What is what's that? that Dukes? This is my thing, though. I'm just more. I'm sick of it. Like, Burner Boy, he said he wasn't trying to be insulting, but at some point, the shit is insulting in my eyes. Like, we know where we come from. We could trace back our lineage to the 1600s and shit like that. Oh, I know. She was telling me about this book. She read that one recently. It was about the uh, the last... They have, like, pictures and stuff of the last person that came over, like, on a slave boat, um, like, in the 1800s or whatever. And he, was, he talks about his experiences um, as he came over during the... Um, as being the, the, the last... I guess they were... It was illegal for them to be doing it because they still did slavery even after it was outlawed obviously right um but he was part of the the last illegal uh you know slave ship basically okay native americans are indian have you seen pocahontas oh my god <laughs> what <laughs> wow yeah but but what, but what supporting like what would you consider to be supporting evidence for for anything, you know, knowledge wise? Of what topic are we talking about? Of, a, of, of, of 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 most topics, right? What 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 is supporting evidence for you? Because you had questions on, you know, what I would consider supporting evidence. So I'm curious on what you would consider supporting evidence. Uh, books. There could be documentaries. There could be uh, certain. Usually it's uh scriptures, certain um periodical uh freaking forms. Written by whom though? Because that's the question you have for me. Well, if we want to go back to me saying that there was black people here before slavery, the Moors. The Moors are already here. They wrote books. They wrote books, they wrote scriptures, they wrote notes, they had in any form of communication. They did it. Same way the white motherfuckers do it. So that's how I look at uh what you call it. What? I look the, at just just the history of but then what do you say to this man that came over here on the slave boat <laughs> that has a you know pictures document well well notated documentation and you know obviously a book written after him what should i say to him no what what do you say in regards to that i mean because obviously it's in direct opposition to what you believe is the truth right no it's not 
because two things can be true at the same time. There were black Native Americans here, okay. and also people from Africa was taken as property to America. Okay. What I'm saying is they try to omit that shit and make it seem like as black people in America, we started from Africa as slaves. Mm -hmm. It's not true. It's not true at all. And that's the thing I'm saying is like, stop omitting certain truths and tell the whole story. So, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know that. Um, I, I think that he's speaking from like the, the, the general consensus of, of what is believed to be the truth. Right. Yeah. Um, and from that standpoint, again, like I'm saying, I don't disagree with people who, want to know and even because some people don't care about history right and i'm you know whatever they i'm here mean. now they don't here now and 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 you know i i don't care about history and some, some people don't care they about it but they idiots if you don't care well, about history you're a fucking idiot well i mean do do any of us really know the history i mean we we only go with what's was documented um but you know i mean just life i think i think life uh, dictates uh, curiosity, right? Like if you're in a situation where you don't have to be curious about yourself and, um, you know, typically when you're younger, obviously you don't care much about that kind of stuff, right? Um, it's not until you get a little bit older, maybe you move into your 30s or, or, or 40s or whatnot. Okay. I do have a question now. I'm, yeah. Why don't you care about that stuff when you're younger? Because you're more preoccupied with whatever's going on right now. So how come how come I'm gonna use I'm gonna use white people for example? How come their younger people actually learn and care about their history when they're younger? I don't think they care much about it either. I think they I think some people do. Like I said, I I, I don't I'm not using it as a broad brush. I said some people. I, I think that some people, some white people care about their history. Some white people don't give a fuck. Just like I think some black people care about it, and some don't really care I at think, all. You know? I think most most white motherfuckers care about their history because if they didn't, they wouldn't lie about it so much. In well, my opinion, I mean, there it's not a they all didn't get together and decide to lie. I mean, they there's lie. some that know, and then that information was disseminated amongst everybody, and that's the information that we got. You know, the victors create history. So, uh, and that's a whole whole another thing. You know, because then why why would somebody black be interested in understanding history when they don't believe any of it? So, um, you know, I mean, I, I can't really blame anybody for their their place and their their station in life, deciding that none of that the, the shit that that has happened to them. Well, their their ancestors of matter is just them now, basically, like, you know, like the, the white southerners like, oh, I didn't do slavery. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, all I did is what's going on right now. And they want to kind of omit these things that actually happen. And there are black people like that, too. It's just like, I'm here now. None of that shit matters. If and... it don't matter, then they dumb. I'm going to say it right here on record. You fucking stupid if you think that shit don't matter. Like, that's the most idiocracy thing I've fucking ever heard. Like, well, you, I mean, you, if you a person, <clears throat> especially you a black person, you just like, you don't care about history. That's stupid. What? I mean, again, I... See, I'm more of like I come up from it from a, from an even platform. It's like I can't tell anybody what to believe and how to you know think about things. Um, obviously, if you want to, I believe if you want things to change, you have to understand your history so you don't end up back there. 
That's what I believe. But some people don't care about. They don't believe it. They're just living in like the right now, like we did as kids. You live right now, like you're not really thinking about what your ancestors did. And I'm trying to play on the slide. Like I'm, I'm not giving a fuck about what Harriet Tubman on the Underground Railroad. I'm trying to, you know, play one, two, three, fresh reference, bluefish, or whatever the fuck you played as a kid. You know, and yeah. and and sometimes you know, I think we're kind of. Uh, you know, at, like I said, as we we progress and we get a little older, that's when you kind of grow a curiosity about certain atrocities and things have happened. Um, and that's when you start asking questions. And then that's when you get, you know, kind because of, I never really cared too much about that stuff, like um, knowing like my true like my roots but like doing things like going to you know you guys don't know but our mutual friend chuck like going to his wedding is a nigerian wedding and seeing mm -hmm. them have that culture on display right and, and, and being able to bring things you know thousand year old customs to our face right we're not able to do that we don't know that history regardless if it's from here or if it's from there or whatever we just don't know that's the thing. So we're like, and like I was saying to the guy, like we we're creating things now, you know. No, we not been creating shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like now, like today. I'm just saying like more after slavery and after, um, you know, obviously the the all the oppression that happened. We're we're and where we had the freedom to create our own things. Uh -huh. That's when we were able. So we're and, and still now, still today, we're we're oh, okay. creating we're creating culture now. I think we were creating shit during slavery. I mean, we created cotton gin. That's one thing. Well, we yeah, I mean, we had inventions. You feel me? Like, but are we going to celebrate? Are we going to have a, a cotton gin at a at a at a wedding? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm you know, talking more more towards like cultural references. I think there's some things we we did culturally that maybe went away. I know, like. We used to like jump the broom as an association with with the, the marriage ritual, right? We weren't actually able to to get married in any regular way, and it was actually illegal for us to do so. So to uh, let people know that you were married, they would put a broom like in your doorway, and you guys would jump over the broom together, and that would signify to all your fellow slaves that hey, mm -hmm. we're married now, right? So there are things like that that exist, but I don't. There are not a lot of those things that we that have been handed down. What about it generally food? disappeared over over a period of time. You think What's that? So? What about food? Uh, food, is food, yeah, food. Now, obviously, that's just been oh. ingrained in American history. I mean, all fried foods, basically, at this point, and um, things uh, not generally done with pigs. We were able to do all the scraps that we eat now, hot dogs, and all that stuff was a was a creation of of people with um creativity and very little means mm -hmm. you know uh necessity is the mother of invention is what they say so you know we needed things and we were able to invent things but i'm talking more of like a cultural standpoint we don't have a, a real like a base <clears throat> excuse me culturally we do I um we. what's that i feel we do but how how so as like like when we're talking about like a traditional Nigerian wedding, a traditional Jewish wedding, a traditional um, Mexican wedding, what's a traditional African-American wedding look like? 
how I'm supposed to know what a traditional African American wedding look like when I never been to one? And that's what I'm saying. So that's literally exactly what I'm saying. Well, not because I haven't been to a, a Mexican wedding. What's what's traditional about a Mexican wedding? What make it traditional? What makes um, it about a, a Jewish wedding? So, I mean, you went to a Nigerian wedding, so you saw the traditional customs that they had, the different dances that they had, how they would, you know, change out clothes to traditional garb. You dance? Like at all? Right. Like, right. This It's not a competition, though. I'm just explaining to you what, when you ask me about tradition, what I mean when I say, so just as a, as a party that was singing, we did dance, obviously, but they had their traditional Nigerian dances. They had, you know their traditional, um, you know, dress and, and they had their traditional, um, you know, celebra celebratory talk because they were speaking in the Igbo language and um, kind of saying some things that I don't know what they were saying. None of us know what they were saying unless we, you know, spoke that language. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what made it more traditional, you know, from, from the Nigerian standpoint. They try to make it as close to similar to what was created back home as possible. Okay. So that's what I mean by, by, you know, traditional cultural um, wedding. So is on, only culture deal with weddings? Because I feel when it comes to culture, it deals with food, how you dress, mm -hmm. how you speak. Yep. And mm -hmm. I feel like if you notice nowadays, a lot of motherfuckers try to dress like us, try to mm -hmm. look like us, try to speak like us, all this shit. But then they try to tell us, now y'all don't got no culture, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, now that that's that, absolutely true. That is bullshit. I think that because of our time of recognition as a culture coincided with um, the growth of popular athletes and popular musicians, um, it all kind of melded and blended into just like American culture as opposed to it being traditionally African-American. And so I think that that piece was like a little stolen because we never had it like really to ourselves. Once it's popularized and with the, the advent obviously of TV and as you know, music videos were played more and as suburban America got to view what happened in these urban areas more, um, you know, they started to dress like us. They started to look like us. They started to rap. They started to walk and talk, um, you know, and it just became pop culture rather than our culture, you know? Mm -hmm. So while I do believe that it is, and we, we say it all the time, oh, oh this, is, this is of the culture, right? Mm -hmm. We say that. We, we use that that term. Yeah. Uh, again, when we use that term because we're creating culture, that's why we use that term. You know, going back to what I was saying before, we're still in the midst of, of creating it, and it is heavily tied in. Um, I, I, w I wish that more, we said more things was of the culture than just music, movie, entertainment, basically entertainment references. I wish that we said things were of the culture when people, you know, when, um, you know, the, the, the African-American woman and her name is slipping my mind that, that, uh, you know, created the cure for cancer. Uh, you know, if we put it like that's of the culture, right. Or, you know, when we talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson and him being the, you know, the top rated astrophysicist and, and the most well, you know, pronounced in the field, 
that would be of the culture. But we don't we don't meld those two things together. So do you feel that we don't? Because <clears throat> this is what I see as is when we got here, and what I mean by us as foundational Black Americans, I feel like our culture is part of invention itself. Invention is part of Black American culture, but yeah. they never want to uh ever say that it is yeah like invention itself inventing and you just it, you just named somebody that invented the cure for cancer but they yeah. don't put that as oh that's black american culture yeah they want to put it as well, like nah this is just this doctor shit yeah and that's what i'm saying but it's not just them i think we own that as well right we don't accept first of all we we really don't do a good a good enough job and i know it's not on us like individually right yeah it but, is yeah it is but, you gotta change that narrative it is on us individually no i mean i mean like each individual person's fault like each individual doesn't necessarily control like an umbrella term for culture but um but it is our fault you know why why is if that we could, if we could do the same for as in sports and we could big up like a lebron james or a michael jordan then we could do the same for when we have our inventors that uh that has a cure for cancer and stuff like yeah. that. You could big up her name. It is individual fault because individuals, if you put them collectively, they make the culture. So I, I'm gonna take the blame for it too. I think I, that is more of the 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 um the cultural tastemakers, should I say? I, I guess that's what I would say. What the hell is that? <laughs> what the cultural tastemakers? Yeah, like the people that have the voice of the culture, right? But I'm at, who would that be? Like, um, right now, you you talk about like the top, you know, podcast, um, you know, host or you know Joe Button and all these people um, okay. associated with him and through that line, right? Um, you know, people on TV, you know, you, you talk about um, you know Oprah and um, you know all okay. the people kind of associated in that TV right role, now. yeah. Would we consider Oprah a part of the black culture or did she assimilate with white culture? I think it's both. I think you can accept those people into the culture as well. Um, I, I think that because when we say black people aren't a monolith, we can't just take the people who we believe act exactly like we think that they should act. Right. Yeah, but if if they're. If they're pushing like white ideology and a white agenda, are they really for black culture? Well, I mean, I'm speaking for Oprah specifically because that was the only name where I was like, I I kind of don't know if we could consider her. Well, that's only because she's a part of the machine now, right? Because she's a billionaire. Um, but originally her platform was basically to black America. We just got adopted by white America, and she was okay with that. That's capitalism. Michael Jordan, is he a part of the culture? He said that Republicans buy shoes too. Is he a part of the culture? Mm, I mean, yes. Michael he Jordan. Is. And he's probably a worse person than, <laughs> than Oprah Winfrey was, you know, when you kind of get down to the nuts and bolts, because at least she was giving back. You know, she went to Africa, she opened schools. Um, you know, she has hella like uh programs throughout Chicago. And, you know, the, the Midwest area where she's completely funded, you know, a bunch of programs for, for lower income areas and underserved communities and schools. Um, 
so she has done these things, but we see her as, in a certain light because she doesn't fit the criteria of what a lot of people believe, you know, as a conformist, like you have to kind of be within this window of blackness for us to consider you a part of the culture. Mm, I can see that. But I just, with, 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 Michael, with Michael Jordan, um, he part of the culture, but. But is he really? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. We trying forced to him to be like, part of the culture because he won championships, stuff like that. It's like, do, are they part of black culture, or yeah. you feel me? Is it like, is there a line that they crossed over <laughs> to simulate? You feel me? Like, I mean, I think if you become a billionaire, um, there is some line, some some gray area. I've always said you should the billionaire shouldn't exist, and if you're in a a, a billionaire, you're inherently evil. Right. Like you, you just have to be you have to have us, you know, people have to die basically for you to step on their bodies to reach the billionaire status. Not not necessarily physically, but, you know, you understand what I mean. Yeah. So you, there has to be bodies in the wake of you make it, you know, to a billion dollars. African society, there are a set of values that guide the behavior of every member of values such as hospitality, chastity before marriage, truth, respect and hard work. Um, are you saying oh, that's part of African society? That sounds like church shit. That don't sound like <laughs> society. No, nah, I'm dead ass serious. Well, I mean, you got to remember that most religions came from Africa. They're rooted in Africa. I mean, you even go back to, you know, Christianity is based on, you know, Egyptian. Um, you know, when you get down to the bare bones, you know, the, the whole the Holy Trinity and everything is based heavily on a tradition, the, the Egyptian religion as well. So, um, you know. It it it, isn't, it doesn't surprise me that these things sound like church, right? Because when you talk about, you know, they talk about the original Israelites were Igbo people from Nigerians, right? That's the original Jewish people from, you know, and they've done, now they're doing these carbon hey, dating things. Bro, ADL going to be on your ass, Frank. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, this is actually scientific fact. So, so JDL can be on my ass all they want, right? But these are actual things that their people have discovered. They just don't they don't push that out as much. Oh, Frank. Uh oh. They they have uh found even like in I guess in Mexico, I believe I was reading something where they found like this box with some um traditional Jewish writing in it. Um and it was the but it was also like an African type of thing. Okay, and so they associated that with you know that's an African religion, and you know I most religions I mean you talk about Catholicism and everything like that that comes from Africa, um, so it doesn't like I said it doesn't surprise me that those things in line with what you hear and see in church because that came from our people. Hmm. African society, huh? <laughs> It's crazy. That's how you, you think of it, but it, it's changed drastically, in my opinion. Now, when you think about African society, what what do you think of, as of now? When you think of Africa, what do you think of African society? Um, you see, be real, bro. Come on. Um, no, a a lot of times, what traditional narrative is of Africa is it's like this war torn places. Mm -hmm. Um, with these, you know, with child labor and 
um, you know, scamming. Yeah, scamming. You get like poachers and you know people killing elephants and and tigers and selling their shit in the black market and blood diamonds. But that narrative has been pushed for a reason. There are the perfect. There's perfectly good safe places to live in Africa. All over Africa is fucking massive, and there are perfect communities all throughout there. Beautiful, like sprawling landscapes and areas. And I would say that's one thing that social media has showed me because again popular culture and television taught me that Africa was just, you know, either you were going to be eaten by a lion or you were going to be a, a child slave working so, for some tyrannical person who uh, wants you to pick blood diamonds, you know? So I thought there was only like two ways to live in Africa, but apparently, apparently it's a, it's a, it's a very, you know, a, a thriving landscape of people, um, you know, throughout that. And you can fit what three or four United States within that, um, within the continental Africa and you know it, it changes like the culture changed drastically from country to country from you know hemisphere to hemisphere um so again again if I was just to go off of what I you know what you see on TV and stuff like that hotel Rwanda and things like that then I would believe it's just like these war-torn places but now you know I have more of a different perspective and outlook on what Africa actually is at this point yeah See that? I think that every they make us look at every other country like that, though, right? That's not a European country. Um, so unless it's it's you know places heavily populated by by white people, then you get this danger, you know, kind of. You just think about it, just all across. Unless it's like China, you know, basically, right? Because they're first world and trade partners, top tier trade partners with us. Yeah. Um, and that's a whole nother thing when you, when you talk I about better trade TikTok soon. The, 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 the Chinese, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, will some black person create like a, a place for us to go? You said what? Like, after, when, when TikTok closes down and motherfuckers ain't, you know, I ain't on fa Facebook no more because I know a lot of people are deleting their accounts right now for Facebook. Uh -huh. Where are people going to go right now? It should be, it's like, like a gold rush era for, for people. Are we going back to black planet? Are we going back to MySpace? I got you, Frank. Fan base owned by a black man, Isaac Hayes. Is it? Fan is base. it? What is it uh, like? What What is it in comparison to? What can you compare it to? I compare it to like a. Um, it give me more like an Instagram feel. And Which he created this when he was alive, Isaac Hayes. No, his uh, it's his son, Isaac Hayes. Oh, okay. Uh, this is it second or third? He created it. Created fan base. It gives me more of a like a Instagram splice, probably with a little bit of TikTok. But. The thing I like about TikTok is I think that it created more awareness across the color line, where people got to see people uh, of different races in different lights, and I think it's created a lot of across the table conversation that wouldn't existed before um, because of the heavy gravitational pull it has towards the younger generation. Uh, it creates more of an open, you know, a broad prospect for everybody kind of to talk, to speak to each other and to see, just see each other interacting like normal people, because now you take away the narrative of what mainstream media can put on your TVs and, you know, what the movies can show you and, you know, what really the conglom conglomerates control of your thought processes and the way you view something. Now you you black people in a humanizing way, right? Because you can see them doing the same shit you're doing, right? You, you see them. Right for though. 
Huh? They're fighting in court because they're saying that the algorithm or what they're trying to show in America is totally different than what they're doing in China. And also that they're like invading in our privacy and got our information. And all oh, that. that's that information shit is bullshit. All that information is for sale forever. Yeah. So that part, I, I don't, I do like every time that little cookies thing pops up your phone, there's a million people buying your information. So yeah, like the information thing, I don't care. America is pirate, like they're been, they've been selling our shit forever. And actually Donald Trump, like really solidified it uh, when because we used to have like some protections against it, but he dismantled all those protections and now our, our data can be freely farmed around the world. China can buy it um, probably cheaper than it would cost to maintain TikTok. So that piece is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, as far as um, you know, the, to me the main reason why is because they don't like. I mean, when you get a the pet when the peasants are able to speak to each other. <laughs> you Man, know, talk, talk to yourself. I ain't a peasant, nigga. <laughs> uh, she. You you fully understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying it as an insult. I'm saying if if I'm the person that controls common, everything, common right? man. That that no, I, I'm speaking as what they believe, right? They believe that we're all peasants. So when when the, when you know all the houses are able to speak to each other and mm -hmm. understand that. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. Like. They said they, these are bad people. They're not fucking bad people. These are just normal people. No, actually, you're the one fucking us over. And now that finger has been slowly pointed back towards, you know, the monarchy. And the monarchy don't like that shit, right? Because even with Facebook, you had, you know, you can get a little information here and there. Um, with Twitter, you know, really depending on who was in your circle of people, friends, and who you follow. And, you know, porn every now and then pops up. Yeah. Um, Porn and fighting. Yeah. So so that's what, you know, you go to Twitter. Twitter is more like the dark alley of social media, uh, where if you want to buy drugs or prostitute, you go there. <laughs> yeah, bro. Damn. Twitter market. God damn. Uh, Facebook is more for families and everything like that. But I think TikTok mm -hmm. is more of a public gathering like space, like a uh, like a marketplace, if you, if you will, or, or a town square where people are just coming together and they're able to talk about things mm -hmm. and they're actually able to speak about them. Right. And it's not yeah. just like, Oh, this is going to be like lengthy. We know how people feel about reading. Right. So mm -hmm. nobody wants to sit there and read a long ass thing on Facebook. We actually scroll past those, but I'll watch, you know, people will watch a three minute video. If you, if you compel them at the beginning of that video, they'll sit there and they'll watch the whole thing. And so, and, and it's all the time, you know, you I would see people like, you know what? I used to think this way. You know, I was raised by heavily conservative parents or whatnot. And now I don't think that way anymore. And why is because of platforms like this where I've come and I've seen that I don't have to fear you. You know, I have to fear these people. I, you know, these people are just like me. They don't do anything different from, you know, what I do. And you know what? Now I see that my parents were actually the bad people. <laughs> my parents taught me to, to, to hate these people for no reason at all. Now I don't fuck with my parents and my parents are associated with this you know, political party or with this church. And I also, and I don't fuck with that anymore either. Do you think that's more or less? Do you think that's more the norm that uh, people are not messing with their parents? Or do you think that's less? Like actually people are more in their bubble. They're more racist than ever. And no, I don't believe that. So I don't believe people are more racist than ever. I, I think that, I think that because of the outrage behind, um, I, I don't, I think that it's a lot of people are, like I said, seeing things um, for what they are now. 
Um, I think the squeaky when it comes to racism and stuff like that, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. So obviously anything that's like crazy racist, we're going to see it and it's going to be in 4K and everybody's going to hear about it. And it's going to be a little bit more, you know, push behind it because everybody wants to comment on it. Fuck you. I hate you. Whatever. Right. Because somebody says something racist. So we see a lot more of that. But I think it's it's it it's less because I'm also seeing a lot more people like, hey, I this is the way I was raised. And I think that, and that comes with education as well, too, because, it, you know, studies have found the more educated people are, the more left-leaning they are because they realize the world isn't this big. And it's not just about my community. It's about everybody, right? Yeah, but I mean, left-leaning ain't good either. Like, in my opinion, I've been seeing a lot of bullshit from the left. I see a lot of bullshit from the right. Like, well, I mean, in my opinion. Well, when you talk about people taking away your rights versus people willing to give you rights. Who's giving rights? I know the left ain't trying to give rights. I that's oh, well, I'm not even going to make this a thing cuz I know that you're Donald Trump now. So I'm not going to I'm not going to make this a a a a, a thing. <laughs> you, you you share his ideologies and you're extremely right wing at this point. Cuz every time <laughs> I say anything about the Democrats, no, no, you no. get extremely hostile about it and that, though. Because just cuz I don't agree with the left don't mean I'm right wing. Well, no, because you've also said that black people are and and and, and have been um, quite bolsters about black people being more, um, you know, right leaning, and you, you yourself being more right leaning as well. So I, I don't really consider consider myself leaning either way. But if you're going to talk about people that's like trying to take away people's rights to, uh, you know, people's rights to live in the country, people's rights to, um, you know make their own decisions on whether they, you know, want to have a kid or, you know, our rights to just be able to freely browse on TikTok and social media. Um, I think that right. Those rights being taken away are heavily pushed by one side of the aisle. I don't see the left like saying, okay, I'm going to take these, these things from you. And I mean, I could be wrong unless you can tell me something. That the left, the the looky, the left is in in power now. You want to say the left, the Democrat, they in power now, right? Mm -hmm. They might not be taking nothing, but they sure ain't damn adding to nothing at this point. They ain't adding shit. But that's not what I was talking. I'm talking about taking away rights. That's what that's what I initially said, and then you had questions on that. So I'm like, okay, this is what the the right wing wing is trying to take away. Now, what specifically is the left trying to take away? In Just particular. They ain't taking away nothing, but they ain't adding nothing. Especially for black people. They ain't doing shit for black people. You know what they do? Actually, you know what they take? They take our motherfucking vote, and then they don't do shit for us. That's what they take. Well, I mean... Again. So, but if I have the, the choice between somebody that's going to take away people's rights, even if it doesn't directly affect me, I would rather vote for people that are just going to let people like leave people alone and do those same things that the other party is going to do. But at least they're going to let people have autonomy to make their own personal decisions and not have some religion make decisions that the general person is not even a part of. Um, you know, because you know, it even says in the founding documents that there should be a separation of church and state. But at the same time, you're saying that my religion says that you have to do these things. Those two things don't align to me. They don't jive. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't fuck with. The, I don't fucking with the Democrats or the left either at times because they, 
Yeah. When, they, they, when they in power, they usually pass the most gruesome type of crime bills that affect black people the most, especially black men. Okay. So what's been recently passed or on the table for black men? I ain't saying nothing recent. I'm saying that when Democrats are in power, usually they pass Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Passed that crime bill. Joe Biden back in the day. At Joe Biden back in the day was heavily, heavily with passing crime bills that affected black men. Do you think there's any redemption when you do things like that in the past? Like, do you think that you should just always stay that way? Or, and I'm just asking in general, because I see a lot of black people like, oh, this person did something in 1927. Now, you know, they could be like living the exact opposite life at this point and fighting those things. But because they did those things, we hold it against them now. And and, and in, in your opinion, do you think they should just stand on that? Like the things that people, just in general, not just specifically him. Do you think people should try to maybe change some things or do you think they should just stay the same because that's the brand that they've created? Well, from the way I look at it, I don't see any change. I, I'm, I'm not saying with him specifically. I, I'm not I'm not saying with, with him specifically. I'm saying with people who have done things in the past that could be like seen as right or that was flat out racist. Is there any like way to atone for those things? Or do you just say, you know, cause some people are just might fuck them forever. Like it doesn't matter. And I get those people too. Um, but in your opinion, should they even try, especially like on a, on a platform or should they just be like, yeah, whatever. I, I stood for these things once I should, I always have to stand for it because I always have to you know, really uh, speak up about these things that I, that I've done in my past. You know how they atone for it? Give us our fucking reparations. That's how they could atone for it. At this point, that's the atonement. Because I, I didn't ask point, what they can do. I was I asked, do you they think there's something? They've done something uh-huh. to be detrimental to black men. I'm t- not only Joe Biden, but I'm talking about mm-hmm. we talk about the realm of this and yeah. detrimental to black people. So if you want to do something detrimental to the black people and now you want atonement, then do something good for us as black people. And they have to only do the thing that you want them to do? Huh? Do they only have to do the thing that you want them to do? Like if it's in in any other form? Reparations at this point. And there's there's no other form. I'm just asking in general. I look. I, I can I can be down the middle with things. Like I I can just view things from both sides. We've had a whole thing where I can discuss things from any standpoint. It doesn't matter. I can argue for or against anything, and I'm mostly neutral when it comes to most things because I know that I don't know everything about anything. Right? I I like I, in general I try to choose, um, you know, go with the, the party that's not really gonna try to take away a bunch of things from people. But we um, shouldn't be we shouldn't be party based, bro. We should be policy based. That be the problem. That 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 is that's literally the same exact thing no, I just said. No, I said I go with the party who tries not to take away things. So whether it's the right or the left, it doesn't matter. I'll go with that party, the party of people who decides, hey, I want I want to give something. I want to run on this platform that's going to help like the the general people, the general population. That's it's literally the same thing. I go with I I go with the party. I'm down the middle, so I go with the party who's going to give those things, who's going to give freedoms and the ideals 
of autonomy to people to be able to make their own decisions. These are the people that I'm going to side with. Now, autonomy when you break it down, or autonomy of black people, autonomy of people in general. It don't have to just be black. I'm a human as well. Why not? Every other race or group does the shit. They, Why do they vote, for, they vote for what's interest of their race? Yeah, sure. So why can't we do so, that? So you can do what you want. Magic, I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm telling you how I live mine is that I look at things and I say, hey, I want to do what's best for, for, for people. And typically when, when we're talking about like all people, you're including black people in that. They don't you're, include black people in that you're, shit. You're not taking it away from anything. Like, what what do you think specifically? Like, who can you vote for that's gonna specifically look out for black people? And that's the problem. There ain't one. There ain't people like that. Exactly. So <laughs> they be specifically for, for they be specifically for LGBTQ, they be specifically for Asian Americans, they be specifically for uh uh it could be um italian americans it could be specific they have they do specific things for specific groups but when it comes to us as black people we got to be thrown in with minorities why can't we just have our own shit that's just how i look at it it's like in every other group be they vote for the betterment of their race okay so how can you vote for the betterment of your race is what i'm saying what make like what are you looking at when you're saying this? When you're saying uh, I vote for the betterment of my race, what are you looking? What are you looking at? Who are you looking at? And specifically, who says this person upholds the values and is going to better our race, regardless uh, if it's it's locally or or on on a on a more of a grand scape that somebody that actually has real traction that actually is going to like be able to win something. I'll tell you one person, Marcel Dixon in uh, South Carolina. Shout out to you, Berber. Look, he wants want reparations for black people. At this mm -hmm. point, the main political thing that... Doesn't uh, Gavin Newsom want that too? What, Gavin Newsom? Mm -hmm. I, I, you said name one person. I'm naming, I'm naming one person that's locally that shouts out for us as black people to get reparations. I don't, I don't talk about Gavin Newsom. I'm talking about Marcel Dixon. Shout out to Berber. You feel me? It, Gavin Newsom can be on that shit too, but I'm naming this person specifically because this is a black man that is shouting. So you believe the only way to effectively um, quell some ills that were done um, is for I don't even know how to put this. Um, you believe the only the only way that somebody could be pro black is if they say you want. Like they want to give us reparation. I didn't say that. Not I didn't say nothing about being pro-black. Or somebody could be for us as a people is to to really push reparations. Yep, cash reparations. All so and if they're, if they're not and if they're not pushing and if they're not pushing it, then they're anti-black. If they're not pushing it then mm -hmm. us as black people shouldn't be voting for their ass because they don't have the policy that we want. So should we just not vote? That's another option. They. You they think it's better that we just don't vote? Give you, give you an option to be like, you got the right to vote. You got to go out there and vote. Well, we also have the right to withhold our vote. 
That's actually a political uh, uh, choice too. And we, we did that for a very long time and that really didn't turn out very well. We didn't do it on purpose. We just didn't care about voting, right? For a long time. And we didn't really fare very well uh, when we didn't care about showing up to the, to the voting polls. Who got into office when we didn't uh, go out there and vote? You talk about everybody from what the sixties and before. Okay. So just pick a person. <laughs> just pick anybody out of that. I don't. I didn't really see a lot of people like really pushing for, you know. Uh, Were we pushing say, for uh, reparations? Well, for equality. No reparations. I don't care about equality. I'm talking about us getting reparations. Do we push for that? Who you said you said do we push for it? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't not. You, you, we already had this conversation. That of course, I want reparations. Of course, I, but I, but I can see things through a scope where, um, I like I, we when we spoke about, it, I'm like, I don't think I'll see it in my lifetime. It doesn't mean that I'm just gonna be like, hey, fuck everybody until I get that, because I just realized, just, I, I probably won't see it. Maybe my kids or my grandkids might might see something like that, but. It's going to be locked up in red tape forever. I know that they're trying something here um, in California. And if anybody's going to get it, we're going to get it first. So mm -hmm. heavily in, in, in and you, you're talking about, you know, I, I have not seen one Republican. And it's not just here either. Um, it's, a, it's a few uh, other pockets throughout the country, but no, not one Republican um, space. Right. Not not one one Republican area area has voted anywhere near even thinking about reparations for black people. No, but what I'm asking back in the day in the sixties and stuff, when we didn't vote because we didn't care to vote, were we collectively as a people fighting for reparations? No. Or were we fighting for equality? Equality. Okay. And so now I feel like us collectively, even though if we have different viewpoints for the most part, we are saying we want reparations. Mm -hmm. If you want our vote politically, reparations need to be on the table. Pass reparations. Cause they try to do crazy that. shit where be like, we're gonna give you education. Most motherfuckers ain't going to school no more because they see it's like with a scam. So yeah. like, what no, like we are being way more vocal and being like, look, politically is one of the policies that we want on the damn table is cash reparations. And again, I, I see, like I said, I, I see it popping up in different places around the country, but no Republican places at all. They're actually actively against it. Okay. So when, when you tell me that I don't, that's why I say I don't believe that most black people have the sensibilities of the right wing when you said that should be that is is our say right wing i said conservative conservative well conservative conservative right wing tomato tomato no they're not because you could be a conservative liberal yeah i guess so well uh more 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 of a conservative uh standpoint um and i i but again i don't we were talking about a two-party system and that's why i'm talking about this because this is when you talk about two parties and you say, well, why would you vote for one over the other? And I'm saying one party's giving, the other party's taking. This is one thing that they're 
trying to conceive and give in some places, and it's not everywhere, obviously, but in some places you see that conversation happening and very actively. They have committees and stuff dedicated to trying to get funding together to make these things happen. Not in any Republican space are they even willing to mention the word um, re reparations. Okay. They consider that woke culture. Okay. And everybody just needs to get over it. So, again, I, that, I, I don't, that's why I, I, I see one party giving or attempting to try to make some things and rectify things and one party not. Okay. Right. Yeah, Unless you could give me some some concrete things that you've heard. I haven't I haven't really, but it's not like I've been hella reaching out for it. But typically, if especially if they do something, they want people to know they're doing that shit. So I'll typically hear that. And I have not heard anything. I and mean, I don't know everything, obviously, because I'm not like going out to search for it. But I have looked at who's actively working um, to. uh have that conversation around reparations and it's been heavily blue my thing is this I, I i said nothing about uh black people being more republican i always said more conservative and the thing about it is i don't want us to get hit with the old huckadori ass shit again uh, the whole thing where vote for obama he black we vote for him to get in there what the fuck happened Nothing. Um, you talk about winning uh, Chester, then Joe Biden. Well, well, no, I mean, if you're gonna get into it, really, like a like, lot of positive. We didn't get. See, we look at it as one outcome, right? It's like Barack Obama had to be in office. We that means we had to just get reparations, and everything has to change for 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 me individually. When I talk, when I, but when I see things like, okay, you talk about eighty percent of black people that don't have health insurance. And, and, and one medical bill really sending these black families into a spiral where they're never able to recover from. Now, everybody has health insurance across the scape and these these uh, states are having to give families, you know, these benefits. Um, for free or me, did you have to pay? Just like how what? For free or did you have to pay? What do you mean free or do you have the to pay? There's a lot of people that get it free. The Obamacare. If you can, if you can afford health insurance, you pay for health insurance. If you can't afford it, you still get it. The Obamacare, basically, mm -hmm. it made it mandatory for you to get health care. Yes, so you did, and it also created more avenues for health care as well. But it made it mandatory. Some people didn't even want health care, and it basically created another bill. It doesn't matter. It does matter. I'm not worried about those people individually. I'm worried about that fa that family where that son's about to die from cancer That's and the they physically don't have the money to have any health insurance. I don't care if Tom didn't want to pay for his health insurance in Iowa. This little kid now has at least the ability to be seen now before that none of that was happening. You sure? Yes, I am sure. How, How though? It's like so none of so before Obama with the Obamacare, mm -hmm. none of that happened. Like the the little kid, like the Obamacare came into play, and mm -hmm. now that little kid, he gets health insurance. Yes. Do the family have to pay for that shit? If they can't afford it, no, they don't. It's all it's all income based. 
That's why. See, that's why that they couldn't afford it before. They couldn't have. They had a job. They worked forty hours a week, but there was no money to to be seen there. There was. They didn't have any money, any extra money for health insurance. Now they have to apply for the state health insurance, and they get that for free. It's Medi-Cal, right? Medi-Cal, Medicaid. Well, well, that's yeah. That's what we yeah. That's what we have here. But you talk about Medicaid. That was only for like fifty-five and older. And you had to fit in certain like certain umbrellas and specifications to be able to even get that even at the, that age. And you talk about a lot of senior citizens that were dying as well because they just didn't have insurance and they couldn't afford. And that also came with cheaper prescriptions and things like that because they couldn't afford their prescriptions to stay alive. So that created an avenue for for these people. Now, I I get it the way the society works. Maybe it's not fair that, you know, some people have to you know, now they have to get health insurance when they don't want to. But I'm for every person that didn't want health insurance, there are 10 other people who didn't have the means to get it. And now they're able to pay for a simple medical bill, whether it be, you know, $5 or $500, they're able to get that the health care that they need. This affects more black families than you know of. Well, Obamacare? Well, the, the medical thing before before Obamacare happened, the medical like the medical bill really putting their family on the streets, basically, um, because they're selling everything basically to try to make sure that their kid stays alive. Nobody will insure. Now, a lot of those things were lifted as well, too, because now these companies had to, to have an umbrella system where they involve more people and they have everybody um, really kind of. They have to insure everybody, right? Because it was mandatory that everybody get insurance. So they had to lift some of those things. And a lot more people, you know, are alive. A lot more mothers, even though we have the lowest mortality rate, a lot more mothers that that increase will decrease substantially after Obamacare. Because now these mothers have actual like real health insurance and um, they're not going to these little hole in the wall places to try to have their kids. And end up passing away, and their kid end up passing away as well. So, hmm. no, I have proof. I don't have to pay for my insurance. Yeah, now, yeah like I, I said, it, it depends. It depends on who you are. Medical, sir, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, it, it depends on what you qualify for, basically. Yeah, that's medical, but um, I, I know, like I said, it's it's more than one way to look at everything, right? I, I know that some people were upset because it now I have to get health insurance, but those same people. When they needed that health insurance, I bet you they weren't complaining about it. I bet you they weren't like, oh, shit. Like, I just broke my goddamn foot. Fuck, I got health insurance now. No, they were happy they had health insurance to take care of something that would cost them $100,000. Now that $100 a month payment that they had to make is completely worth it. Okay. So I, I, I don't see it as, a, as a, a complete loss across the board. Like, that was a big deal. People like to brush over that about the administration, that Obama administration. But that was a huge win for our community in specific. I know everybody kind of benefited specifically from... for black people, though. No. No, you can't. Because you, you as the, at, at that level of, of the presidency... Things are being passed specifically for certain groups. So that was the whole sentiment. Obama's in office. He's going to pass things specifically. When did, for when did he say black that? People. He when didn't did say, that. He say that. He didn't say that. That was Who? a sentiment out there. 
That was Did the whole he... point. People, people were like, "Yeah, we ought to get a black president." You know, that's what he they never were said that he was I'm just going to look out for black people and nobody else. I, Other people I'm put that narrative I'm out glad there. You said that though, and that's the problem. The problem is that we should have been more like, "Look, if we're going to vote you in, we need something specifically for us." And now we're doing that. Well, I won't say all of us, but a good majority of us that are into the political like field and, and into politics and stuff, we are now saying that. We ain't about to vote for your ass until you give us something specifically for black people, specifically black Americans. You know why? Because we see that y'all can do that shit. And now it's our fault to not uh, be like that on Obama. You know? How do you think just overall, like if black people just got up and like, all right, we're not going to vote anymore, right? We just made that like stance. How do you think we would fare? I think we would fare well because then we'll show like Democrats need us to vote for them to win. And if they want to be on the horse shit and not give us what we want, fuck it. Let the Republicans win. We just be like, yo, y'all trying to hit us with the old fucking... Huckadori ass bullshit, and y'all, you're okay. Then we're gonna use our political power and not vote for you until you take us serious about the policies that we want. So, you think by not voting at all, just, just yes. stopping voting, mm -hmm. that it would, in giving a party that is proven to look out for white people in specific. The, the complete power over everything is the solution. Yes, because right now, the how your sound is basically vote blue. Vote blue no matter what. No, I don't think you cut off your nose to spite your face either. Motherfuckers do that shit all the time. And I, yeah, I know, and I call those people dumb who, who, who cut off their nose. That's where the whole term come from, right? But it's not cutting but off. But that's not a that's that's not necessarily the 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 right path to take. We try to do our best to hold people accountable for things, but you don't just be like, "Yeah, I'm just going to be disassociated with anything political because I didn't necessarily get my way with this one or or this one." Again, who knows what you're going to get with anybody? To be honest with you, um, so you know, I mean, I, I think that. I think that everybody has the right to look at, um, you know, any govern governing or governmental agency as um, questionable at best. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's just across the board if, if you look at it. Um, but you kind of do have to take the lesser of the two evils at times as well. Mm -mm. Nope. And that's a mistake we that we do all the goddamn time. We do. Democrats look at us as like little bitches when we do that. They be like, well, we know y'all gonna vote for us no matter what. So we really don't gotta do shit for y'all. That's how I looked at. I'd rather, I'd rather us be like, nope. So then why are people looking at reparations right now? If you think that they think that way, why are they having those conversations now and really trying to trying to get funding together when when we have they have not lost our vote? They haven't. We still vote heavily, you know, I think like closer to 90%. They haven't lost our vote. So why are they trying? If you if they believe if you believe that they all think that way, then why? I don't say all. Well, I mean, you said Democrats. So I ninety percent of black women vote Democrat. Eighty percent of black men vote Democrat. Mm -hmm. What's happening is within that group, 
more of them is like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't vote Democrat unless they fucking give us cash reparations. And you think that's only happened in Democratic uh, states? What, cash reparations? No, no, no. You think that that uh, that flip is only happening in Democratic areas? I mean, why would it happen in Republican areas? Well, why wouldn't it? But but why? Because that's, the Democrats are trying to win in those areas too. Because the, it's not like the Democrats don't exist in the places where Republicans win, right? They exist. They just don't win. But we don't. The thing is, that shit don't matter. Because if you're losing your base, say for instance, California or New York, where Democrats or us as Black Americans is like, we're not gonna vote just blue for no reason. Then they're going to start being like, damn, we don't want to lose our base. So we got to really take this into consideration. That's what's happening. I don't care what's happening in the goddamn Republican states. We already know what's happening. We see in Florida, Ron DeSantis and shit. So that's the thing. That's why I think it's more in conversation when it comes to uh, reparations in Democratic uh, uh, states and shit like that. Because we, and I ain't saying all black american because there's some out there that still don't give a fuck about the political system and some that yeah, just yeah. like you and, know and why should they i mean if you if you really break it down to bare bones you know of kind of what you're saying is like why should we give a fuck about them right why should we give a fuck about the political system because it doesn't matter either way i vote it's not gonna matter why should those people care about the political landscape they should care if they if it's in their best interest and best interest for black Americans is reparations. Like if they that's the only thing I'm gonna say. That's that's it right there. Boom. And then what? If they decide to give us a reparations tomorrow, they give all of us money. That means equality. Frank, hell yeah. You know what we could do with our cat. Not only will we get cash reparations right that's the first thing you feel me because that's mm -hmm. how you really build a community anything sure cash that's the base right frank you could take your hvac business to the motherfucking moon we could take this podcast to the motherfucking moon i could go with the cash itself i can invest in other things and take it to the motherfucking moon we could start linking up our money buying up real estate creating our own fucking I don't know. We want to create bread? We could create bread. We could start creating the necessities. You feel me? Meanwhile, lawmakers are making laws to take that money back. The, what law are they making right now to take uh No, I'm not saying because that's what would happen naturally, right? I mean, anytime that there's been money given to a group, then you see them attack attacking middle America, just middle America in general, because that's what no, it would just middle America. Serious. We gotta specifically do a group. Let's do a race. And in middle in middle middle America is what I'm talking about. So anytime there's there's and it's not been a we don't have a, a lot of it, but uh because they don't really give money out like that, to be honest with you. Um but um any in these places, say they're like individual Republican states, you don't think that they're gonna try to take that money right back enact laws and uh you know different um you know tax regulations to get that money back you talk about in republican states 
Yeah, and in, in, in democratic states too. It's all they're gonna recoup. You know, you know what type of human violation that would be? The world will look at America like, yo, y'all, y'all. They already look at us like that. Well, no, not us, the country like that. First more of all, evident to that shit. And <laughs> I've never seen any group of ra race, not class, race, where they were given something and they made laws to take that shit back. That is a human violation. That's a human rights violation. This country is showing you they care about human rights violations. Name me one one race group. <laughs> Name me one race group where they gave them something and made laws to take it back. Name one race group where they really gave them a whole scape, uh, like sum of money. They have not. Yes, they got Native Americans. They gave them a, a lump sum money and land. Native Americans still to this day get fucking money. And you, and so they, they, why they, did? My bad. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Recently, and we know this because this was in the news, mm -hmm. they gave Chinese Americans money. They got an anti-hate crime bill. Their business got money and shit. There was they no give, but that's not that's not the same thing. It's not that, the that, same that, thing. that's not the same thing as 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 host because every Asian we're when we talk about reparation, you're talking about handing all black people, hey, nope, here's the money. Nope. Mm -mm. Well, all black people that were that whose family was definitely uh, directly so like within slavery right yeah so if, if there's a direct bloodline that links back to slavery then which is most of us here right um i got it's not most of black people because it's a lot of black immigrants that came in here and it's a lot of people that's like anchor babies and shit and it's like they will be considered black americans so you don't think over 50 percent of, of black people would get reparations I don't think what percentage would you put it on of black Americans getting reparations? The percent? Yes. Well, there's there's 13, 14 percent, basically 50 million black Americans, right? Mm -hmm. We have to cancel out like a million because that's basically the jail population. It's a mill. Would they not they, they wouldn't be eligible? You know they ain't gonna be eligible because they 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 a part of the state. They're not gonna give them uh, reparations. They're gonna they will most definitely enact that. They so already. So you don't think you don't think that that's a human rights violation because they are still basically suffering, especially people in jail are suffering from um, the tyranny of of uh, a country that allows slavery. Yeah, but the thing is, is that they're gonna enact like, well, this person did a crime. All of their rights and whatever they are, it don't exist anymore. So then they're gonna enact where then people don't get any type of reparations. Now, people that are out of jail and have like a felony and stuff like that, that might be a different story. Okay. But within uh, 49 million, we say black Americans, right? There are black, there are black Americans that you know that don't have lineage to slavery because their parents immigrated from wherever they immigrated from. To America and had their kid here, which technically they would be a black American, but their lineage don't uh make them go back to where they could get reparations. So to be honest, that might qualify for reparations, because I give it around 30, they 35 million, maybe 40. I say 35 though. 
So 35 million. So out of 50 million Ameri black Americans, 35 million, that puts us at like 70%, right? Okay. So 70% of black Americans are going to get reparations. I don't think 70% of Asian Americans received anything. What that got to do with that even close to it? No, if we're talking about Man, the scope has to be equal. The percentage game where it's like the oh, scope has to be equal. Like that's why. Why nothing's been equal for fucking Black Americans? Nothing has ever been equal for Black Americans. Why does this have to be equal for that shit? What if and in the they, next election someone had, says I'll give Black men and women reparations on the conditions they are controlling you either way? Yeah, they are. Hold on, hold on. They're just paying you for pay for your vote. Someone says I'll give black men and women reparation under conditions they're controlling me. No, the fuck they not, because if they give us cash reparations, we know we could do our own fucking thing and build our own goddamn foundation. We can build our own companies, we can do our own shit. Money is king. What the fuck? So nah, I, don't, I don't agree with that. So, that's asinine. That's an asinine comment. I, I don't know if it is, right? I think it's Why? because you don't agree with something doesn't necessarily mean it's asinine. You yeah, have to look at it. But look at it down the middle. Asinine comment. I think look it's at it down the middle. Are they not paying for your vote? Good. That's the point. They're supposed to pay for our vote. <laughs> exactly. So they're controlling you with money. money. You don't have to be under their thumb. People in jail can get their stimulus checks. Why not get money re reparations? I didn't know they got stimulus checks in jail. Yeah, me neither. Okay. But like I said, that comment right there, to me, asinine. What? It's because you don't agree with it. That's it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> That's it. Anything comment. that you don't agree with I... is asinine. No, 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 no. Okay. This comment right here was asinine. That no. I just explained it. Not I... really. You said, of course. That's what you said. Like, of course, they're paying for our vote. What if they're for our vote? So what? Money is paying. Black men and women reparation under condition they are controlling you either way. No, because once you get your freaking reparations, you don't have to be under their control because you have you'll be able to build your own economy. That's you build your own economy, economy, build your right? own stuff, you ain't going to be under their control. The economy is still within the American economy, though, right? Okay. So, so we can't build our own shit? We can't have our own schools? We can't have our own uh, grocery stores? Yeah. And what what, what hinders a lot of people from doing? What hinders Dr. Umar from... Uh, Opening up his school right now. What does he always say? It's money. But I guarantee you that man's a millionaire. What that got to and do? He could, if he, and he, if he was really serious about funding, you know, his school, he could start from a smaller scale, a charter school, and then grow from there. People okay. do it all the time. Regular, like red, regular middle right. class people start charter schools all the time. It can be done. Black people bullshit too. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my thing is, Dr. Umar always say that money is the reason why the school ain't opening. If he got reparations, then it'd be no excuse. It'd be no excuse. You don't think he would come up with an excuse? If he do, then he'd be ostracized. <laughs> no, not seriously. If he does, he'll be ostracized. He would literally be like, "Yo, we ain't taking this nigga serious no more." You know what? You got your reparations. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to do our own shit. And you got to realize, too, it's not just our community that's going to be receiving that money. What other community going to receive reparations, bro? Like, there's a lot of white people that are going to get that money, too. How? How would they get that? 
how wouldn't they? If they no, their no, no, ancestors no. slept with one black person, then they go back to slavery. What? So if if I married a white woman, right? If if I married a white woman, had a kid with a white woman, then her the our kid had a kid with another white woman, and then their kid what eventually it's just white. They just look white. They're white people, right? This is just white people. Million a million miles down the line. Now it's like, oh, Frank, his family went back to slavery and he's in my bloodline as well. Can they trace the lineage? Yeah. If they can, then god damn it. And they'll yeah. be part, they'll be part black anyway. Believe it or well, not, logic is motherfucking black. Yeah, they are. So they are like they may he may look white, but he black. You feel yeah. me? That, but that is bro, for all intents and purposes, from what everybody sees, that is a, a white man. But but you know they're gonna try to get involved in this too, okay? That's why Thomas Jefferson's ancestors are gonna be heavily involved in this as well. And there's a ton of stuff that came from slavery, like where Massa had, you know, you know what I mean? Where Massa had forced himself on slaves, and those slaves have kids, even though half of that came from Massa, they still were, you know, slaves. So yeah. it, it still comes from that side of things too. There's a ton of that shit that, that goes on. And as we see with all of these racist ass people who do these lineage tests and find out that they're a percentage black. <laughs> I know you've probably seen those videos as well. Yeah, but that don't mean they motherfucking lineage goes back to slavery. Fuck all that. Yeah, but bullshit. It, it can. Ain't no bull. No, I ain't having There could be a large it, percentage of people that, in the South that it does come from. No, that's the thing. That's why it's the whole thing where you got to be a foundational black American. None of that Ado shit and American descendant of slavery. Because a lot of motherfucking white people, this one motherfucker tried to do that shit, tried to be like, I'm 7% black, bro. Why get reparation? No, motherfucker. That's fucking Why not? But if, 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 he can, if his bloodline can be go back right back to slavery, and we're talking about pitting this here from a country of slavery, then why not? Because that ain't fucking, we're not doing ADOS. We're not. So do you have to be? So now are we talking about percentage of blackness that you have to be to get reparations? If you could draw your lineage back yeah. to your mother, no, no, you could draw your lineage back to the people that were enslaved, uh -huh. or you had wrongdoing as a black person, then you get it. If not, no. Just because you have seven percent fucking black in you, that means you could probably chase it to what? Your great grandmother, and then no, like, oh, now you're white. It's like, nah, bro, we're not going with that hucky dory bullshit. That's BS. Uh uh. Uh uh. So, what are so again, if you can trace that person back to slavery, oh my, then God. they should That's still be eligible for it as well. Bro, I'm black, white, and Mexican. What, nigga, I just explained it, sir. What the fuck? God damn. What was you saying, though? No, I said what, but you you say your stipulation was just to be able to trace it back, <laughs> the bloodline back to slavery, right? Yeah. Regardless if they're, you know, if, if if black doesn't necessarily mean that you go back to slavery. We've already established that. Mm -hmm. But if that person, that member of the Ku Klux Klan can trace his heritage all the way back and find out there was a slave that exists somewhere that he that he was the direct descendant of, is he allowed to get if that, it's provable? That's that that ain't gonna happen. That's some extreme ass shit. That, that why do you not think that's gonna happen? Because it ain't gonna happen. 
Why do you not think that's going to happen? It's not going to happen. What about what in the history of this country to make you think when somebody's giving out money that that these people wouldn't be standing in line for that same dollar? Because I keep saying foundational Black Americans, not Asian. Well, I was okay. So what is this? slavery? Okay, so so a descendant of slavery is fine, but there are people who don't look like a Black person that are descendants of slavery. And can they chase? Can they uh, trace their lineage back? Yes, that's what I'm saying. They can trace it back. Their last name is Green because Willie Green, you know, or Wilma Green was on that farm and had sex with somebody within that the white side of the family, and then everybody else from there on went straight white. But they could that that can be traced right back to that same farm that your your and my ancestors were at. If they can trace their lineage. Cool, but most of them can't do that shit. I know that's a bunch of horse shit. Why do you believe that? Because I believe it. Because it's on 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 the grand scheme of things, they're gonna be every every. You think everybody are not gonna be seeing what they got? Like what everybody at that point, if they like, okay, we're gonna give the reparations to everybody. Uh, you know, a million dollars or whatever number they decide to come up with to 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 all every. American that could that is a direct descendant of slavery. Um, everybody's gonna be putting their 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 hat in, it and there's gonna be plenty of people that hit. Niggas is already trying to do that horse shit right now. You gotta trace Which your one? lineage back to being here in a fucking America. Either the atrocities that black people went through, mm -hmm. or if you went through slavery and that shit, if you could trace your lineage back to, uh, I say the. Slavery started in 1619, but we know it probably started a little sooner. We say 1600s. Yeah, they were keeping it there. Then yeah, boom. Most of these motherfuckers can't trace their lineage back to there. You got two percent black. You not you not tracing it back to that to that. You ain't got enough black in you. It ain't gonna happen. I, I think you underestimate the power of money. No, I don't. If somebody says, if you could trace your, your answer, because it wouldn't be even easy for us to do, right? To to know that exact person. Like, I've looked through the Smithsonian files and stuff like that. Luckily, I have a, a name that is very easy and discernible, right? Like, my last name. But your last name, like Johnson, you're going to find that everywhere. Now, how do you, again, trace your direct already line? did. It's going to be difficult for every person to do. I done it be any easier for you as it would be for them. I've done it already. So okay, and they would have to go through that same process of doing that. Yeah, the, the process would be the exact same as whatever your process was. I don't know what that looks like. Okay, but, but if, they, if they uh -huh. have a, they can have a, they can have a grandmother that's motherfucking uh 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 black, and then all before then, nope, it's all white. That means your lineage doesn't go back. To when slavery or the it's just the foundation. That's what I'm talking about. The foundational people. So the people that was within slavery have ancestors and roots that touch every tree you can think of in this country. Not just people that look like me, not just people that look like you. That you we both know that the roots are thick. So, you, so with that theory, you basically telling me like a motherfucking like uh uh let's just but uh Nick Fuentes. Punk ass, that motherfucker black. With your theory, if every tree, said, we're not talking about black. You talk, talking about people that go, their lineage go back. I don't consider him black. 
But if he has lineage that goes back to slavery, is he able to get reparations? I don't consider him now black, no. But then are we saying that we're going to have a panel of people that are just looking at people? Hmm, you're black, now you can have the money. No, come on, man. Come on. So, man. so exactly. So, how are we going to determine from which point we decide to say, okay, you're eligible, you're not eligible? The lineage. Keep saying and if the lineage leads directly back to slavery, there's going to be a lot of people that don't look like you and I that are going to be able to get a lot of money from the government. How? If you're 100% fucking white, how the fuck can you do that? You're not, that makes no sense. There's nobody 100% white. Oh my God. There, 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 there are very little, there, there are a very small amount of people that just have all, all, you know, you, like, they can be traced back to one place. Like, you know, I'm just I'm just Slavic. I'm a Slavic person, and that's it. Or I'm just an Irish person. Well, and every that's Asian it. person got black in them, and every fucking Italian person got black in them. Every per- you're saying everybody in America going no, no, but you can, you you can look at this without uh, slavery. You you can look at this through a lens without like just just think about it. It's like there are going to be a, people that come from descendants of slavery that don't look like us. If you're 5% African, you probably, and, and the rest 95% is white, you probably don't look anything like a black person. We I've seen people who are 50% black that don't look like a black person. It's your lineage. You could be, you know? you be 5% black and you're, let's just say, your great-grandmother is black. No, you could be 5%. 5% you, could be, you could be 3% black. And if you go back to 1619 like you were talking about and those people came over here and then you know obviously through generation 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 you're talking about 400 years mm-hmm. then obviously that percentage is going to shrink 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 and now you're one percent black but you that doesn't mean that you you know without that person being in your lineage you don't exist that person had to be there so that you're a direct descendant of that person Man, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the convo. It's this it, going nowhere. We kind of having different point of views on this. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 all right with uh, with having a different point of view as somebody else. That's okay with me. Yeah, that's fine with me too. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're going nowhere. It's going in like circles right now. Okay. Yeah, dude, it's almost two hours, bro. Yeah, we, we can't get to the articles today. <laughs> We had a good convo about reparations and all other types of shit. You feel me? Jeez, yo man, let me tell them. Let me tell them where they could find us, though, bro. Yes, sir. Hey, man, for my tubers, though, man, YouTube been around since two thousand five. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm gonna say the same thing. Like a sub, sub a share, share a comment, Gorsh. comment. Y'all know what to do. I mean, some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? Hey, for our Twitch family, hit your boy with a follow. Hit us with a share. Y'all know what to do. I mean, some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? Hey, for our potters, though, we on Google Podcasts, we on Spotify, we on Apple Podcasts, and we on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in the Magic Think Tank or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, we pop right up. 
Hey, uh, who's our sponsors, though, Burberry? We are brought to you by Carpenter and McKin Mechanical Ink, your HVAC heating and air specialist. Also brought to you by 777 Clothing on Amazon.com. And last but certainly not least, we are brought to you by First Place Loser Clothing. Get your high-quality urban garments today. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been number 80, episode number 88 of the Magic Think Tank podcast. We appreciate your time. Sorry we ran over today. This yeah. wasn't the traditional uh, funny pod, but it was definitely some interesting conversation. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think we're out. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Don't be fucking idiots. <coughs>